Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit w2mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max. I am your host, Sean Garmer, and here with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well, this has been uh, another week in video games. I think one <laughs> that a lot of people were not uh, expect. Maybe one thing that was expected, but not the other thing that we're certainly going to talk about today. I'm pretty sure all of you, if you pay attention to anything gaming in the last... Uh, week know what I'm uh, referring to. Of course, Microsoft's made a huge deal, and I mean huge. Like Disney didn't even pay this much for Star Wars, seven point five billion dollars for to acquire Bethesda, who had apparently been looking for a suitor for a while. And no, no, not just Bethesda, Zenimax itself. <laughs> well, Zenimax itself, but you know all of Bethesda and Zenimax studios uh, in one fell swoop taking Microsoft from 15 studios to 23 uh, now. And then, of course, the rage that ensued and also total debate as to that we're still going on uh, now, even though it feels like Phil Spencer has gone out of his way to, without directly saying it, uh, giving you a bit more clarity on the situation as to what that means for uh, your favorite games from those studios going forward. And uh, we'll talk about that, but um, yeah, uh, well, we might still be coming to you around the same time we do on Saturdays. We're doing this in the morning time, so yes, I know that uh, there's been a Zelda Age of Calamity thing. And yeah, they showed uh, like a, trip, yeah. like a small like direct or trailer about it, but it's a who cares? Yeah, they showed off they showed off a bunch of characters. And I mean, hey, I'm sorry if if you're a huge. Uh, you know, Zelda age, you know, that you're looking forward to that. Hyrule Warriors 2, basically. Uh, not going to talk about it on here because I haven't had a ton to watch it this morning. So, but yeah, we'll talk about other stuff for sure. Um, well, uh, I will say I pre-ordered a Xbox Series X. So, uh, off Amazon. Uh, beca- and then you got- basically, because Amazon, Amazon and Best Buy did a smart thing. I think Amazon's turned out better than Best Buy's. Uh, Amazon and Best Buy waited a whole hour after the initial rush at a, at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, f- they actually released theirs at 12, and that allowed me to get it on Amazon because the the Microsoft site kept going down. I'd put something in my card, and it would go away, and put something in my card again and go away. Well, I tried to do the all ac- all access basically didn't work at all. For, for no one. I don't know anybody that was able to get something on All Access. Um, I think it was a stupid way to do it, too, where I I went halfway through on GameStop, and then their whole thing for the credit check crashed. So That's cool. It's like, I just don't, like, for me, I don't understand this thing where you put something in your cart, and it doesn't lock it. Like, it's still available to other people. Like, I just don't, I don't get that where, you know, this is a thing that takes a process. 
Like, if you're going to allow people to be able to press that button and lock it in your car, you should be able to let them go through the whole process. And it, you know, they purchase it. You take that away from the availability. I just don't, this online system is weird. Um, and then, uh, PS5s went on pre-order again through GameStop. I tried for that. That was, uh, insanity. Turns out it actually wasn't even the, the PS5. It was like a bundle that cost almost $800. I was like, nope, I don't need an extra controller. I don't need some other thing that they had there. I mean, Demon Souls and Miles Morales, that's that's pretty good gets uh, as far as, you know, well, getting those two games at launch for the system. I mean, GameStop but... always does, like, console, like, release bundles and stuff like that. I mean, at least, at least it was, like, the official controller. It wasn't some, like, PDP yeah, knockoff or, you know, some version, you know, whatever brand, their branded controller or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it, it's still, it just, like, I think it's good that they do that thing where they're trying to kill some of the bots with that loading screen that makes you wait. But I feel like it's just even more annoying, uh, than just letting it happen normally. Um, but I don't know. I feel like the easiest thing to solve some of this would be to offer some kind of two-step authentication or something that would at least make the bots have to have to think like you have to put in some real thought into making those bots. Yeah, but Um, I hate the captures that are like pics. Oh no, that's terrible. The ones on PayPal. Well, (laughs) I don't know PayPal does it, but some sites do it. Here are twenty images. Pick like the ten that have trees, and it's like you pick yeah. the ten. It's like this isn't the right one. It's like the at, hell at least on like, mobile, which... PayPal does that, and it's like every time I log in, I'm like, oh my god, this is so annoying. Come on, it's like, which one didn't have tree? You know, <laughs> and it, and it still counts the ones that are like a tree is partially in that image too. Yeah, and it's like okay, thanks. We don't need to make this more complicated, right? But whatever. Um, and then of course, Amazon sent out the, uh, the, the same email that you got for the PS5, which is, yep, hey, like no guarantees. <laughs> no guarantees you're going to get it on launch day. It also feels like no guarantee. It's like, just in case you don't get it for like a couple of weeks as well, yep. you can't get mad at us. Like if, if we actually go through the initial stock and, you know, uh, you don't get it until the next time they're stock. Well, we told you that might they happen. Should, I mean, they would never do it, but they should literally have like a unit, like a unit number tracker. So you're gonna say like, we got a million units. You're number four hundred and forty thousand. You know, five hundred. You know, something like that. I mean, that'd be great, but they'll never do it. <laughs> uh, what do you think about? Uh, I mean, I was reading an article. Uh, Dan Stableton wrote a pretty good article on IGN about you know things we could do to make this pre-ordering process better like what do you think about doing the apple thing where you get pre-orders but you're just getting a pre-order and you already know that there's not a necessarily guarantee that you're getting the launch one but you'll get one within a certain time frame i mean think about like the xbox the original xbox one like people some people wanted that launch edition because it had that stupid achievement or you know it had like different branding on it so I don't think that would necessarily work. <laughs> right, but I, I'm just saying, like, I wonder if maybe, uh, you know, the next time there's a go-around for this, you know, and whenever the next consoles come out, of do we do that? Where, like, okay, you'll get one. It may not be the launch one, but maybe you'll get it in a couple of weeks, a couple of months, but so you don't I mean, have to go around 
trying to uh, hunt at every freaking store available. If, if anything, yeah. that's that's the wrong direction. What we should do, do is look to the past and have to line up in front of a Best Buy for twenty hours beforehand. <laughs> oh, didn't you see the the cra- the people at for GameStop that like camped out the night before? And yeah. there was three at some of these, and there was a line of ten people that stayed there all night. Like, I mean, That's yeah, <laughs> you know, it's I don't I don't know that that was uh, the smartest thing, but yeah, I mean, some people got there got their pre-orders, so right, yeah, we'll we'll see how many people actually get them, uh, how much stock actually comes in, and then people get told, oh, well, you're also not going to necessarily get the launch one, but you'll get one. Well, as long as there's not, like, a difference between, like, the launch edition and, like, the regular one, that's more or less fine. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you know how some people are. I think that's also why, like, Amazon put that thing at the bottom where they said, well, if yeah. you don't, if you're mad that you may not get a launch one, you can cancel. And right. there probably is people that are rather upset about that. But, yeah. Yep. So... Yeah, I, I didn't, like I said, uh, the, I, I, I should mention I tried with Best Buy. Their access thing never worked at all. It went up as soon as the time hit, and then it just never worked. The link didn't work at all. So there's a lot of, and, I mean, it seemed like their side just died the minute that they decided to put something up. So I, have, I mean, that happened yeah. with the PS5 also, because I kept trying to add a console there, and it kept saying, like, oh, we have them in stock, but then... Yeah, or due to high demand, we can't add this to your cart. Yeah. It's like, okay. Um, Yeah, I I mean, I get it why they don't want to waste a bunch of money for, like, a one-time event that's only going to happen every, you know, five to seven seven years. Or, well, maybe three if we're going into the pro editions every time. But... I I really hope they don't do a pro edition this time, because that was bad. Oh, I think you know it. You know it. Like, if they did it once, they're going to do it again because people bought them. And at the end of the day, that's just mo- all they get to do is say, we sold this many PS5s. I mean, they can, and a lot of times they don't even have to tell you that it was they sold this many PS4 Pros and PS4s. And, like, they just jumble it all together. So, you know. But, um, yeah. So, there's my uh, pre-order thing uh randy told me he got one as well like i was trying to to go for the all access thing so i could it wouldn't be as much but i was like you know what uh, i guess that's why a credit card exists so just pay it little by little and just go ahead well, and and get it whatever at least you got the uh, correct one i guess <laughs> yeah i thought about it but i was just like i i think that and uh, one of the things we're going to talk about as well um well might as well go ahead and talk about it is um since we're on the Xbox topic, is one of the controversies that happened this week is the Microsoft released how much their uh, storage card is going to cost, which the Microsoft One at this moment, even though Phil Spencer did say that they will have different incarnations of the card, so there'll be one with probably like 500, there'll probably be one with 2 terabyte, there'll probably be one with, uh, you know, maybe 250, something like that, um, that will obviously be cheaper. And he did say that there will be others that will get in line and and make those, so perhaps the price will go down. But right now, Sony doesn't even have; uh, they haven't come out and 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 said, "Okay, we're supporting these." 
There's uh, the one that supposedly Samsung started uh, came out with like just recently. Apparently, cost two hundred and thirty dollars. The Microsoft one cost two hundred and twenty. So just get ready; these SSDs are going to be expensive if you want to upgrade your memory. And like for me, I just want to know. There's rumors going around that this process is not going to take very long. It's not as fast as when you try to transfer something over your computer, but uh, that you can use the you know the external drives that you may have already may already have with your Xbox or your PS4, and just plug that in. Of course, you can play your other games off of it, the older games, but you can use that as just cold storage and then transfer over, which would take considerably less time than deleting and reinstalling later. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm not spending two hundred twenty dollars on getting another terabyte of storage. I mean, I think it's cool that they can be swapped in and out. So it's not like the PS5 or the PS4 was where it's inside, it's internal. Well, when you, that's all you I mean, had at, at certain points. That was way easier than the, I mean, you can do that with the Xbox One, but it's way, way harder. No, like, yeah, it's, it's really not, they don't want you to do that. It, that's why they made the external, st- the Xbox, never Xbox had external storage way before PS5 did because, they didn't really want you to mess with the system. They want, they were like, here, just plug this in and do it. Sony, of course, ever, ever since the PS3 has made it. Yeah, but where, the, the original Xbox, well, the 360 had that funky, stupid connector. And like, you can't just buy a hard drive and slap yeah, it. Yeah, it had there. to be their hard drive, which was. Which people got around yeah. eventually, and even so did I, but it's still annoying. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I think people were, I, it's like this whole week has proven that people just like to, argue about stuff that a lot of times we don't really need to argue about like use common sense here uh you don't have to buy this mvme um i think obviously it's a bigger deal if you bought the s because you're probably only going to get 450 gigs of storage right so that's well, gonna fill I, up pretty quick did they even say that the s has that capability yeah okay the only thing it doesn't have is it doesn't have a disk drive and right. it doesn't do um 4K. Yeah. Yeah, it still has that slot in the back. I mean, like I've always said, though, you'll need that slot or you'll need those dry, that stuff for, you know, certain games for sure. Yeah, that's exactly why I didn't want to do because I was like, oh my god, I have to buy... I mean, like, I have a 4 terabyte drive that I... It's open, basically. Uh, I, that one that I accidentally did the stupid Windows install on, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to not use this thing and I'll just use it for the Xbox when I get it right. to store games in. <clears throat> and then if I want to uh, transfer stuff over to it, I can or whatever from the other one that I have on my on my uh, Xbox One. So uh, I'm, I'm also thinking about whether I want to trade that thing in or not, but I don't know if I'll get anything for it. So uh, knowing GameStop, you'll get like 50 bucks for a system. I thought, Well, uh, I mean, you could probably get maybe 75, but I would say if you... If you don't really need it, I mean, eBay or Craigslist or whatever Facebook marketplace, yeah. you could probably at least get 100 for it. Maybe. Who knows? But, yeah, so that's one of the things that was something uh, going on with that pre-order, because obviously that um, that native will have to question about... I saw people saying, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and delete my pre-order. I don't want this because this memory card costs too much money. And I was like, I was like, okay, like you don't have to buy it, but sure, you know, whatever floats your boat, like, or or saying, oh, this is why Microsoft could charge 
uh, $300 for the S because they knew you're going to pay it back, uh, to them in this memory card. It's like, no, this isn't a Vita situation where you have no other option. It's like they're giving you other options. They're just not, it's just not the fast one. So it right. kind of sucks in that way. Like you do have to spend a little bit of time trying to stay back and forth, but it's not the like hours and hours and hours that it's going to, it would take if you were just downloading everything again. Um, of course the, the bigger thing is uh, what I mentioned at the top. Microsoft buys Zenimax. I mean, what do you think? Like I woke up to the news. Like where were you? What, what were your, what I mean, your first at, thought? I woke up a few hours after that, probably. <laughs> like, oh, really? Uh, I mean, it's interesting because they're probably like one of the bigger Western developers out there, uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Or, you know, publishers, I should say now. Uh, my, my, I mean, most of those companies are fine. But my, I was laughing about Bethesda because, like, they're not exactly a fast developer. Like, they came out with, like, two games this, this cycle, and neither of them were really good. Like, really? Um, so, like, ex- expect to see Starfield in, like, 2023 and Elder Scrolls 6 in, like, 2026 or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't, uh, go nuts about, oh my god, a lot of these games are not gonna come out for a while. I mean, and remember, and the ones that are gonna come out, like Ghostwire Tokyo and, uh, Deathloop, they're yeah. timed exclusive, or the Death Loops are timed exclusive for uh, PS5, and that's not going away. And then also, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo will be on PS5. Well, I mean, and, I, I don't know if Ghostwire is supposed to be was supposed to ever be completely exclusive, but like, yeah, let's say it's timed, like you know, a year from now after they pump out some DLC, they'll release a Ghostwire Complete Edition on the Xbox Series X. But here you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I think this is obviously great for Microsoft. I think, you know, getting to now have these studios there, uh, you know, a lot of people were making the comment of, oh, you could have a Fallout Vegas, Fallout New Vegas 2 now because you have Obsidian and uh, Bethesda. Even if they I, were to make that, it's not going to come out very soon. <laughs> so Also, like, I don't think Obsidian wants to, you know? Like, no. they have the Outer Worlds to deal with, and... And avowed you know, and grounded, and if, if you know if they want to, I mean, also like New Vegas, it was, had good writing, but like it was a technical mess, especially on like the consoles. So I wouldn't particularly want them to make another New Vegas personally. <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, the biggest deal is like I, I think that's one of the things that's going to be better about this is maybe Microsoft being there. I know Microsoft, you know, they're saying Microsoft's going to kind of leave them independent and let them do their thing. But I think that's maybe something that you having that other, at some point, I think you still have to kind of go a little bit through Microsoft to be like, okay, what do y'all think about this? There's going to be an extra hand that gets put on something. Maybe says, Hey, you can't, especially if maybe you release that first one and there is a lot of problems. Maybe that's where Microsoft kind of tightens the belt a little bit after that and goes, hey, you can't release games like that. Um, especially, I think, after Microsoft had the problem with the uh, Master Chief Collection, where they went through that chaos that was that it, the entire thing of that game, like, basically, um, after the game came out, they just spent all the time in the world making the multiplayer have to work for all those those games. So, right. you know, and, and knowing Bethesda's history as well with, with the jank and all that, I wonder if 
maybe that's something that will improve having a cooperation from Microsoft there, or they really are going to leave them autonomous and you get that as well. <laughs> you get your, your traditional Bethesda stuff. I think this is good for like the smaller studios too, like Arcane. You know, sure. this helps them. They get more money put into their products. Um, you know, like. Well, unless like they, like, unless Microsoft forces them to like have to battle it out and say, you know, Arcane did what do you, you know, fight for the money. <laughs> right. Uh, what do you think about a, you know, a possible Doom and Halo thing? As well, uh, I know with that. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I bring back bring back Unreal Championship. <laughs> that'd be cool. It used to no, be no, that, a that, big that, Xbox that. thing. No, that's epic. So yeah, it's epic. That, sorry. Uh, yep. I mean, well, Quake, Quake uh, they do get Quake. Yeah. yeah, that's already up on Game Pass. Um, speaking of Game really Pass, cool. Doom Eternal is going to be on Game yeah. Pass October first. So hey, there's another thinking, game that came out this year I can play now. I mean, I was thinking about the. Uh, because, I mean, the reason they can do this is Microsoft has huge deep pockets. And, like, what can Sony do to, like, counter this? And my only three ideas were Sega, if not buying up Sega, like, you know, co-partnering or something. Yeah. Uh, Capcom, and that's more likely because, you know, Sony already finances, like, half of Capcom shit anyway. Or Square. Yeah, I think Capcom or Square would be more, more likely... Um, also, well, Capcom, we're seeing them do a lot of stuff with Nintendo, too, so there's that. Um, I mean, all those Square Enix does benefit from being multi-platform right now, um, as does Capcom, yeah, but, you know. But, uh, you know, a lot of that stuff is, like, you know, they're putting shit on the Xbox just because. Or it's right. Like, you know, stuff still comes to the to the uh, PS, or to Sony consoles first because of the, you know, lineage. <laughs> Oh, certainly, but I mean, like you, like um, we're seeing with Final Fantasy 16, it's exclusive again yeah. for a whole year, like remake was, and like re- remake will continue to be, I guess, for the next uh, iterations of that. Right. Um, so, you know, I think definitely, if Square, if there was a company that might consider it, Square Enix with with Sony, but I, I just don't think Sony would do it. I don't think they need to. I think that was also Microsoft. Admittedly, knowing, like, other than Hellblade 2, you don't have anything that jumps out the page right now from their new studios. And even then, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but, like, Gears is not what it used to be. Um, I mean, credit to them for trying to do things with Gears Tactics. Uh, Halo, we still don't know how that's going to come out after the delay. Uh, so, like, there's a lot of question marks. You know, yeah, and I think this really helps. Like, go this. Obviously, it was a uh, it was a good idea by Microsoft. Oh, let's put this out the day before the pre-orders go live, so you get people that buy the X and S that would not have at all. You know, so yeah, I, I think this really helps Microsoft in that now you have proven studios. Well, are the games going to come out anytime soon? Not no. really. But they're there when they come out, right? Um, I I don't know. I th- what do you think about those rumors of uh, Microsoft did say they are looking at other studios as well, and I feel like a Japanese studio is really missing. Yeah, and, but I also don't think yeah. a Japanese studio would go go to them unless it was like super indie or you know just no one cares about them. 
Like it's not like uh, maybe not. Uh, like if Microsoft's paying you a bunch of money, it's not like you can't buy an Xbox in Japan. Yeah, but no one does. <laughs> no one does because they don't have a reason to. But if you give them a reason to, they might. Well, they tried, and then even then, it didn't do well. Like you know, yeah, lost, but, okay. uh, but it's one and, right. I, I understand I mean, what like, you're saying. Like what are the what are the the only company I could think of would be like Platinum, and they're for damn sure not going to go with Microsoft. No, Platinum's not doing that after Tencent put money into them. I think the only one that could possibly is Sega, and yeah, like, but I think Sega, I, I, I think they have too, they still have too much uh, loyalty to like Sony. I mean, think about like Persona. Well, plus, and uh, we don't even know if there's contracts there where they could actually do it, you know. Right. But like, I think uh, certainly, I feel like that would be the only. Yeah, I mean, other than them grabbing Konami. And and getting Which those is, IPs and getting to make games. Yeah, that, I mean that's not a game company. That's not a game company buy. That's just a IP purchase at that point. It's yeah, like I, mean, I, I mean, like, yeah, if you're getting some of those people, and and you bring in people that are familiar with those games and get to, and making uh, more of those, you know, uh, games and those IPs, that's not a bad idea. But I mean, even if Konami went with uh. Even if like Microsoft bought Konami, it's not gonna get you know Kojima making a new Metal Gear game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you're definitely you're getting that to be able to um, do what we saw happen with uh, Metal Gear Solid, releasing your old games on Game Pass, and as as they were showed up on PC again well, uh, this week. At least a few yeah. of them. <laughs> yes, a few of them, uh, which was what like the first one. The original Metal, Metal Gear from yeah, the Nintendo. Metal Gear, Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, and Metal Gear Solid Two. Uh, substance or subsistence? No yeah. substance. Sorry. Uh, and the funny thing is, I mean, Metal Gear is old enough, so it doesn't matter. But Metal Gear Solid One and Two, they have some like gnarly ass PC controls. <laughs> yeah. Like definitely. Metal Gear Solid Two, I looked at the GOG page because it's on. It's only on GOG Two, or else I would actually bought it. Uh-huh. I, mean, I don't have. I don't have anything against GOG personally, but I just don't use it that often, so just forget about it. But uh, Metal Gear Solid 2's con- like, controller scheme was like, most gamepads can work, except for the PS4 one. Also, you can't assign uh, commands, or you can't assign inputs to the Xbox 360 or Xbox One triggers. And it's uh, like, that is that's 99% annoying. of gamepads. It's not like, you know... yeah. Those are like the PS4. Well, I mean, they could also internally go in and fix that. I mean, it's not no, like... they can't because right. that's all uh, that like Metal Gear Solid Two at least was like 2003, and that was like before X input existed, which is what those control like the Xbox controllers at least use. Uh so they can't do that. Like there are a few games like Tony Hawk Two, Pro Skater Two, and like. Devil May Cry 3 that have, like, some really fucked up controller issues because of that stuff. Because the triggers are analog and not digital, and the games freak out when they try to, like, figure out what to do with that. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, uh, because I would I would like to play Mega Solid 2 on PC, but I don't have to buy some, like, Logitech controller to get it to work. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. Um, no, but I mean, I feel like if you were going to put that on Game Pass, they're going to make sure that Oh, they put it on Game Pass, uh, those are the, the Xbox version. Yeah, well, that's Although true. you can't do that with PS1, or the Metal Gear Solid 1, because that never came to an Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, they just, they'd have to figure out a way to make it work with, um, 
with, with those uh, controllers because you know I mean, a lot the, of people are using them at that point. I mean, all the buttons are there, but you know they just have to yeah put in some some of the work. <laughs> but also like there's no one at Konami to do that. Like it ought to be on like Microsoft's part if they actually care, and they don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see. Uh, can't uh, that's that's also just completely you know hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, as well, but um, yeah, I mean it's it's good that that stuff uh, showed up on GOG, and also just who knows who knows if Microsoft's uh, talking to anybody else. But I I'd imagine they would have announced it at the same time if they were in advance talks. So uh, we'll see, or if if that's just them saying well, that. No. Uh, I I no because they didn't. This was an advance. It was a complete surprise. So. Well, but you don't just decide one day, hey, here's $7.5 million, the next day you announce it. This is something they've been talking about for a while. I mean, oh, sure, like, but it didn't It didn't leak. There's basically no, I mean, there's like one or two like speculative rumors, but nothing like yeah. substantial or substantive about like, oh, the talk, you know, the talk finally happened. You know, there's some oh, like yeah. Michael Pactor rumor like two years ago about that, but it's not like, <laughs> believe me, the talks didn't last for two years. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. What some of these? Because they also bought some other studios that, like, I'd never heard of, like this Alpha Dog Games. That apparently they just make a bunch of mobile, yeah, stuff. And uh, what is this Roundhouse Studios? Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously the big ones, like we talked about, with getting Doom already on Game Pass, and now you know all of those games that were like, like Dishonored Two was leaving. And yeah. now it's they're, <laughs> yeah, now it's going to be staying. Um, oh, apparently Roundhouse used to be Human Head Studios. They can get, so. get that Prey 2 game that, you know. <laughs> oh, they did the, uh, they did Ruin 2, which was the last, yeah, and yeah, Prey 2 is the one that, like you said, they canceled. So, yeah, I guess oh my god, they worked with Square on The Quiet Man. Yep, Jesus. that was a, that was a big winner. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not. I mean, that's why it's like a smaller studio that's getting bought. Not all of them are going to be, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could see some of those super winners. Some of those smaller ones getting kind of cast by the wayside. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they just uh, partner them with others to do other things. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But I, I guess the the bigger the controversy surrounding it was. Does this mean that the Games are exclusive to Xbox going forward. What do you uh, let's say you? I would say Xbox and PC. <laughs> well, yes, but I'm talking about will these games outside of the ones that have already been announced and obviously the online ones that have to have continued support games outside, you know, that are coming in the future, will they show up yeah. on PS5? No. Not See? unless like there's a huge problem with the Xbox One sales. The Series X sales, and they like need to be, because I'm yeah. sure they have, like I'm sure, so I'm sure, uh, you know, Bethesda can give give them a sales breakdown and go, this is how much each version of Skyrim sold on each console, and if it's like a huge skew towards PS, like the PS4, then I could see them maybe doing it, but it's, I would say Bethesda is about the only one that would, like Bethesda and maybe Arcane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see them with the older games. Like, if you're gonna let them port Skyrim again, while people are waiting for Elder Scrolls Six, go ahead and let that go on PS5. It's an old game, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, 
Because uh, it'll, it'll still make money also. Yeah, exactly. It's an old game you can just make a bunch of money off of. Now, let's say that these games like sell extremely well, right? Um, a Starfield, I guess, would be the next one in that Yeah, that's, vein. that's the, next in the next in the slot. Yeah, because, uh, you know, Fallout 6 ain't coming anytime soon, or Fallout, what is it, 5? And yeah. Elder Scrolls 6 is not coming anytime soon either, so... Do you think if it sells extremely well and people clamor enough for it that maybe Sony makes a deal? But obviously, the difference would be you're paying $70 on PS5 or you just pay the $15 for Game Pass, you know. Um, and that's a win for Microsoft as well. Like, you now don't have to pay the full game price for these games that you know, we're seeing at launch or costing an extra ten dollars. If if Sony wants to have them, they gotta pay Microsoft a pretty penny, and then you also get to see the Xbox Game Studios logo on a Sony system, which is really weird. But I don't know. Man. I feel like the reason I mean, why Phil Spencer is just saying the case by case basis is because if for some reason there is a deal that ever gets struck, somebody can't be like, "Well, you said they were gonna be exclusive." I'm selling off my Xbox right now. Like, like fine, whatever. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, care about somebody like, doing that. Okay. Like, you know, hey, we're making a bunch of money here. I don't really care. You know, and like how, many, we, how many people are bitching about baseball being on the Xbox? Like, no one. You, you know, the show. And if they are, it's a get a life. It's oh, well, no, that's because that didn't, that's not Sony's fault. Like, that was Major League Baseball saying, no, yeah, we want our gonna, games on other systems. I'm talking about you know, console exclusives being now ported, now being forced. You know, well, console. I remember Horizon. Everybody made a big old stink about Horizon being on PC. I didn't. <laughs> well, you didn't. But I'm just saying, like the the I'm, the I'm, hardcore fanboys that. Yeah, I'm not an idiot like that. So, <laughs> I, just, I mean, those people just need to get a life. <laughs> I mean, like I get the point of like, okay, I paid a bunch of money for this thing, I. Don't want to feel like I paid money for something and then these other companies. Like, here's the thing: outside of the Series S, which again you're playing, you're paying three hundred dollars for a lesser, a lesser product, unless you don't care about four K and you're also having to deal with the memory thing. Like, you're still paying five hundred dollars for a PS Five or five hundred dollars for a Series X. It's not like, and, and to get a gaming PC that everybody keeps talking about, oh my god, it went to PC. Like, you know how much money it costs to either buy a gaming PC or that can run most of those games or build one? Even more. So, like, yeah, I don't ever get this whole thing of people bitching about, oh my god, this game went to PC. Oh my god, this game went over here. It's like, it's so? They just evangelize stuff too much. I mean, yeah. that's the issue. I mean, like, I get, like, I understand more of the people that are upset about the Spider-Man thing or the people that are upset about the games being on PS4 and PS5 than I do the whole, oh my god, why is this game on this? Why is this game on that? Like, you know, the the, the Spider-Man thing, which, you know, since we're talking about it already, um, Sony and Insomnia decided to do a full ground, ground up in quotations uh, remaster of uh, Marvel Spider-Man, the the game that came out on PS4. That one also includes all the DLC. And you get it for paying $20 more for Miles Morales. 
Uh, it is apparently not going to be standalone. They say that well, now. I wouldn't be surprised if that does happen at some point. I, I think it'll be standalone eventually, but I don't get, like they also said that there's not going to be a physical copy, and that I believe. Yeah, I'm sure it'll get released on the PSN store at some point, yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like six months to a year after when nobody I mean, cares like, anymore. Uh, like Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. I think that was the one. Or maybe maybe one of the other ones where they had like Modern Warfare 1 remastered packed into it. No, that was, yeah, that yeah. was uh, Infinite Infinite, Infinite Warfare, yeah. But, uh, yeah, they were like, oh, it's never going to be released separate. And then, like, a year later, it's like, oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> yeah, because nobody cares at that point, so go ahead. Um, but I, I saw some people getting upset about, like, oh, it's not, you know, you, you just can't put in your PS4 copy and get it upgraded. It's like, yeah, like, no shit. It's an also an older, slightly older game. Like, it's not well, like... Well, I think the thing is, the game came out two years ago. We're not talking about a game that came out 10 years ago. We're not talking about no, but um, like, Witcher 3 no. that came out how long ago. You know, I, I feel like I kind of understand those people a little bit. When there's so many other publishers... I mean, Microsoft is Microsoft, right? But, like, there's other publishers that are putting their upgrade out there for free. Uh, you know, like, I get that Sony upgraded... The game, it's got all this stuff that it's not, wouldn't be possible in the PS4 version. And I, they're justified to make you pay 20 more dollars, but for just a visual up, I feel like why can't, why wouldn't you make it available for people to just get the visual upgrade only for free? Is it like, it still costs money? Like, yeah. I mean, hell, Nintendo just put out a, a three pack of Mario games. Wow, well, come on. We're, Nintendo is, Nintendo is, uh, they live in their own world and we know that. It's like, I mean, does it, I, if, uh, if Nintendo was making Xenoblade, uh, and not Monolith Soft, which that's their game and they have all this attachment to it, I wonder if they would have gone the route of making it a full, remake like they did. I mean, and even then they cut corners. Like, it's, it wasn't a full remake. It was, uh, the characters look better, but the enemies look like they're still on the Wii. Yeah. So, I mean, you I, know, it, yeah. It, it just, you know, gamers just want too much at this point. It's like, it's a game that's two years old. Like, I didn't, I wouldn't expect it, and that's fine. Like, I'm, I'll still buy it, because I'm, I want to get that the new Spider-Man game anyway, so, sure. Yeah, I mean, like I, it's fine. Uh, I think uh, there's a little bit of arrogance there, in that hey, we're the market leader. You want Spider-Man with all the the fixings on your PS5? You can pay twenty dollars. Um, well, hey, it's not sixty. Uh, What's well, not? They're still making you pay seventy. Well, I mean, yeah, but come on, that's yeah, ridiculous. Not, Nobody's gonna pay six. I mean, not well, nobody, but gonna, most people gonna are be, not gonna pay sixty. I mean, it's not gonna be a hundred dollar game. Or a hundred dollar purchase. I mean, yeah, seventy bucks for two, essentially two games. That's fine. Yeah, no, I think that that's fine. Like, I don't, I personally don't think that they, if you really did all of this work, which it makes sense because they use Spider Man as the model for showing you what PS Five could do. I'm just saying, you know, like, I, I that's where Sony's at right now, right? When you're the market leader and Microsoft's doing all this stuff to be consumer friendly. And other publishers do the same. I mean, CD Projekt Red is also, like, it's a bad comparison because they are super consumer-friendly when they don't have to be. 
and they're still an indie studio, right? Like, so I think the people sometimes get confused as to a lot of these companies, number one, don't care about you the way you think they do. And some of that's also for PR purposes, right? Like, C Project Red knows this helps them. Hey, if we give our old game for free, this might help more people want to go buy, uh, uh, Cyberpunk, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's all it's all to get you feeling good about those companies and and you know Sony getting knocked back uh, for that. But again, Sony don't care because they knew they were going to get backlash for it. They're not stupid. Like, and the thing is, they know there's going to be people that are going to pay that price. All these people that say, "Oh no, they're not going to do it," at some point or another, because guess what? Miles Morales is going to go on sale. Sony games always go on sale. You could buy it then. You don't have to buy the seventy dollar one. At launch or whatever, so yeah, yeah. Well, I, I I just still think it's dumb. Like, get a grip. Like, you know, every PS4 game is not going to be have some PS5 upgrade path. Well, I mean, it, I think it's also confusing too when if you buy the PS4 version, you do get the PS5 upgrade, right? Yeah, but, yeah, so, but only for miles, not for yeah, no, yeah, man. only for miles. That's that's I think that's also part of it too. Is like. Well, why only for Miles and not for Spider-Man as well? You know, uh, like because so. they did shit to it, just like Persona Five, Persona Five Royal. Like it's not like the, you know, you can't use your save file in Persona Five Royal. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. Tried, trust me. <laughs> well, <laughs> definitely, because they they wanted you to have to play the game again. But um, I, I saw that you're you're waiting on that uh, Persona Five Blu-ray to show up. Yeah. So. It shipped out, so it'll probably be like next, probably next Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, I, I just, uh, that's, that's what this has been like, uh, this week of let's argue about stuff. Um, now, great, look, I think it's just, it's silly to me the amount of people that go, well, this is why I'm choosing Xbox this generation because now Sony's doing shit like this. It's like, Okay, cool. That's why there's lines outside of a GameStop that are ridiculously way longer than they should be when they only have like five systems. Your talking on Twitter doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. So, yeah, most of the people will suck it up and do it anyway. Yeah, no, that's exactly. They're gonna, they're not gonna do any of that. They're gonna buy their PS5 as well. Like, it's just like people just blowing air for no reason to, to be mad about nothing. See, that, um, that's why uh, I'm better, because my hatred at the Epic Game Store continues unabated, and I'll still never use it. <laughs> well, that's that's whatever, you know. <laughs> you can uh, be upset sillyly about the Epic Game Store, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, so, uh, speaking of uh, games here that are exclusive, Final Fantasy XVI uh, is right now a console exclusive for PS5, and according to Duration Schreier, um, of course, now with Bloomberg, and he has a new podcast. It's pretty much very similar to the podcast he had with Kotaku, same uh, people, Kirk Hamilton and Maddie Myers, except they're on the Triple Click podcast now. It's really good if you uh, uh, haven't heard of it or didn't know it existed. Uh, so he says that apparently talking to people that have worked on the game this game's been worked on for about four years, and it could really come out a lot sooner than people think. Uh, he doesn't mention a year per se, but um, 
I think that's why you started hearing people say maybe even as soon as next year. Well, I said that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you said that as well. Yeah. So it like. Uh, yeah. Like it looked like it'd been it's far along. It's not just some opening cinematic or something. Yeah. Well, no, definitely. And I think they learned their lesson for 15 of you cannot have a game that took like 10 years to make. And then you have the ridiculous part of you can even finish it. Or finish all the DLC for it because it was just eating money yeah. to keep doing stuff for it. So, uh, and it also proves, I think, what you know a lot of people have said, and we we talked about it that there's two different. Uh, they have two different things going on. They had Final Fantasy 16. They have your Final Fantasy 14 people doing Final Fantasy 14 stuff, and then they had people do, working on a remake. So, so that's good. Here's an inter- here's an interesting question about the Spider-Man thing, like. Realistically, by the time they, they finish working on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, the PS4 is going to be done because it, that'll, that's at least three years out. I would say, if not, you think so? I think at yeah. least twenty twenty two we'll see something. Yeah, but do you think people are going to be bitching about? You know, I'm sure they'll release like two different versions, like a, you know, Final Fantasy VII Part Two and then Final Fantasy VII Part Two plus Part One, and it'll be some PS5 upgraded version. Oh, of, of course, yeah. So but same- I don't think it's going to, I think it's going to, you put it in the PS5 and it also were upgrades the graphics because they're doing I, that for Final Fantasy and remake the first part. I don't think that at all. <laughs> I, yeah, they, I, they people, it, it, no, I, I definitely think it's going to upgrade. It won't, I think it's going to upgrade. Like I think the PS1, the, the one plus two, if they do that, it'll be for people that, only bought a PS5 and didn't have the PS4 version because they already said that they're doing upgrades for Remake Part 1. So what would be the point of anybody that already owns Remake Part 1 also buying the PS5 version unless you're unless you're going to say that they're adding stuff to Remake Part 1 or making it some kind of seamless experience or I don't know. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what you I think don't... it is? Is they're going to make it some I... kind of seamless experience where you play one Part 1 and Part and... 2 together? Yeah, it'll, yeah, it'll be like one disc, but you have to download like 30 gigabytes or whatever, you know, whatever, however big it'll be, and like have fun. <laughs> I don't it'll, know. Well, I think that the reason they're making them stand alone is because they're going to make them stand alone. And the only way that they'll do that is when they have finished all the parts they're going to make, and then maybe they do that. I don't know. That'll be the, the PS, the PlayStation 6 launch edition. <laughs> You're not you're not joking. That's probably what we're gonna be at. No, I'm I'm really not. <laughs> or the PS whenever they do the PS5 Pro, it'll launch with that. No, I I, I definitely think that that really does make make me think now. Like you're saying that definitely remake part two is not coming out this year and next year if they're already if they're positioning Final Fantasy 16 the way that they are, that was supposed to be their Final Fantasy single player thing for for 2021. Yeah. And then we'll see after that if we make part two when that comes or. Yeah. I mean, I, do they even make, if it takes that long, do they even make a PS4 version of that? No, that's what because, I'm saying. Because like, no. there's no point to it. Like the PS4 is long gone at that point. Yeah. Like, you know, or it'll be so, if, if they do, it'll be so stripped down that people won't want it or, you know, exactly. Cause you're wanting. I'm assuming that they're building this part two only on PS5 at this point because they know how long it's going to take to come out and they want to take advantage of the graphics because that's kind of 
part and parcel of why you're doing a remake in the first place. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It'd be really weird to me if you're if they're coming out on. I mean, if uh, if remake two was like you know had a 2021 had like a it's coming out in March 2021 launch date, then yeah, it'd be a PS4 mm-hmm. and PS5 game. But if it's going to come out in 2023, hell no. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't. Definitely uh, agree with you on that. I, that'd be weird at that point. Speaking of another Square Enix game, the Near Replicant, uh, which is the Near remake or remaster or yeah, whatever. I think it's a remake, but yeah, Near Replicant version, whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm not Bunch counting numbers. numbers uh, <laughs> is going to show up on this side of the pond, April twenty third, twenty twenty one. It's going to be Xbox One, PS4, and Steam, and I'm assuming that will also upgrade to the other systems. Uh, weird that they're just going to put it out on those and not just go ahead and make it full PS5 and Series X as well. But Well, probably, I mean, it'll probably come, but if I just didn't have enough time or, yeah, you know, this, this has been in development for fairly long, I think. I mean, I... Like I said, it will eventually. Or all the release, like some near double, like, uh, two, you know, two pack, like, appear both games enhanced for both the new consoles. Yeah. That's true, too, possibly. Uh, it, uh, it looked good. Yeah. It looks I like it's it. using <laughs> more of the style of Automata, so. Yeah. I'm done with I that. Yin's Yin didn't mention it, but I'm sure he's way excited for it. <laughs> and it has Emil on the cover, and that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, and how you and Yens are about Nier, so and well, I mean, y'all have every right to be. It's it's a, a great well, series. He, he, I mean, he liked the original game. I never, I mean, <laughs> most people never played the original game, so I think most. I Nier have fans, it, like, and I think I played like ten minutes of it <laughs> and didn't play it again. This was way before Nier Automata had come out, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, is yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a game that I mean, it's it's a lot like Yakuza Zero, like. Yes, Yakuza existed before that, and there were fans of it, sure, but, you know, Zero is the one that really sparked the uh, interest in over here, at least. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Plus, it helps uh, the awesome soundtrack of Nier Automata as well. Yeah, I saw that they're releasing uh, a, a new, I think it's an eight-hour soundtrack for Fire Emblem Three Houses. Jesus. And... Yendo's already like, I'm gonna buy that. <laughs> right? It's like, yep, doesn't surprise me. <laughs> uh, well, uh, what else was I gonna go into? Oh, well, speaking of older games as well, Mass Effect uh, Remaster is apparently coming. Um, Jeff Grubb, uh, who writes for. Games Beat, I think, or. Venture Beat? Yeah, is. Venture Beat. Same thing. Um, he 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 posts a lot of like he he gets a lot of uh, early information. Uh, so he's he's a really good follow on Twitter if you want to kind of find out some rumors and uh, things like that. But um, uh, they have several podcasts, and on the expect Xbox expansion pod- past podcast, um, he uh, says that uh, Mass Effect uh, the remaster uh, may not show up on. Uh, Switch, but that, you know, it, uh, would be coming. And yeah. then, then he kind of, uh, yeah, he, he basically said that Mass Effect was not one of the titles that, you know, EA had said was gonna be part of that seven games or whatever. 
Um, I mean, the thing is that if this is coming, I feel like still you're not releasing Mass Effect. Yeah, like if you're doing Mass Effect, I feel like you're you're going to be remaking Mass Effect almost because well, it plays I mean, differently than those other I, two I games. Don't, I don't think you would. I mean, I think one of the well, they said also that one of the problems is Mass Effect One has like a bunch of weird shit in it. Uh but I think that's what appeals to a lot of the fans is there are I mean, so a, a vocal minority of fans that don't like how Mass Effect Two and Three play because they are so different. Right. Uh, I like how Mass Effect 1, it was interesting, at least. I mean, Mass Effect right. 2 and 3 are just kind of bog-standard shooters. Mass Effect 1 has a bunch of, like, just goofy shit in it. That it has, uh, like, tell. a more RPG. Well, like, it has, like, a stuff. whole, like, like a, like a, uh, armor and weapon system that are just, like, I have rank 6 gun, and I picked up rank 7, and <laughs> it's like, okay. Like, there's no, like, stats or anything. It's just like, alright, the number's yeah. higher, so. Or, like, the stupid yeah. Mako. Like, oh, the, the basic, uh, Basic RPG thing of, oh, it's a bigger number, so you should get that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's also, I mean, compare, uh, I mean, how, how big of a Mass Effect fan are you? Or did you like them or play them? Uh, I have the games. I played a little bit of one, and then I was like, oh my god, this is too much. So, like, I don't have time. The, the, the funny thing is, is, like, compare, I mean, Mass Effect fans will know this. Compare, like, the Citadel, like, the main, like, space station area, and Mass Effect 1 to 2 and 3. It is, like, so huge in in the first game, they become lost. And in like two and three, it's like seven small little areas, and that's it. But in yeah. one, it's so gargantuan, like it makes like zero sense, but it makes it feel like much more of an actual place than in two and three. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I mean, also like those games were all like, like at least the first one is all well, they all are, but like they're all like Unreal Engine games, and I guess porting that to the new engine. Oh, Unreal Engine is kind of difficult. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Um, I think the the thing is, like, I I just I think it's cool that this is coming. Like, I I just think people need to, you know, don't don't hate on it if it's not everything you wanted. You know, at least you're getting well, those games. They also said that the uh, multiplayer won't be will be stripped out, and it's like, yeah, not not a surprise. I, really? <laughs> Do people really want the multiplayer for that? It was like a weird. Like subset of fans that like the Mass Effect Three multiplayer, and it's like, why? You know, like, yeah, I like whenever I see people complain that like the game made you play the multiplayer to like complete it or do stuff in it or like do important things in it, and that seems well, weird to it, me. It's like I got your number up higher, and for like yeah. the galactic readiness number or whatever, but it it meant nothing. <laughs> oh, okay, but yeah, I so there. Yeah, look forward to a Mass Effect uh, coming. I mean. It, well, the funny thing is, is, like, again, that'll, you know, they'll release it on, like, PS4 and the current Xbox One, but it's like, hey, where's the PS5 version? <laughs> but if those and, games come out, I'd, I'd buy it. Like, I like those games well enough. <laughs> well, and in a lesson of being popular can sometimes make you make the better decision. Uh, so Among Us was kind of like this, like, small indie thing... Uh, that, that people meant. were talking about, but like Fall Guys came and kind of, you know, took all that uh, talk away, and then all of a sudden people started really playing it, and because it's something you can play together, uh, especially it works as a great like game you can play on a stream. I've watched yeah. uh, Randy and Robert Taylor play it. He's asked me to play a few times. I just I'd never have time at night to to do something like that. But e- well, even Yen's is playing it. Yeah, like... Yen's is playing it. Mm-hmm. 
And so, like, it all of a sudden went from being this small game to it's got downloaded 41 million times in just this month by itself. So they canceled a planned Among, Among Us 2 uh, to go ahead and just make more content for Among Us 1, which this is one of those times where something turns into some... It's actually better, like just making more content uh, and providing more servers and uh, things like uh, an account system and a friend system and and all that stuff. Like I, I think that that's good. That's cool to see um, that happening in a way that popularity can just mean, hey, let's just update the game we already have instead of yeah. making a whole other one. Well, a whole other one would probably be more expensive to right. make. And then there have been a few examples where they've tried to make sequels to games that have like really fucked up or like you know just mm-hmm. fallen. They try to take things away that made the first one. Get people there, loved or there was some battle royale game on Steam. I forget what it was, but they made it. They made like this was like right around like when uh, Battlegrounds was being announced, or like it came out, and this was like a little before it. And then people were like, "Hey, I mean, this, this our game was pretty good, but this first game was good." So they tried to make a sequel that really screwed up the like the gameplay, mm-hmm. and then they quickly went back to the first game. But like by then, fan interest had died down, so I think they eventually went bankrupt. <laughs> Gosh. Yep, and that's, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's the opposite of what you should be doing. Like they should have been building more into the first game, like this studio is doing, not at least a quick second second game that kills all interest. Yep. So, see, lessons on both sides there, where that can uh, maybe not work uh, so much in your favor. Uh, this is this is definitely uh, good to see uh, for yeah. sure, and a very interesting uh, thing. Uh, what took place in that Amazon just like out of nowhere decided to announce a new game streaming platform called Luna. And it's basically like, you know, their shot at doing Stadia X cloud, you know, of course, Amazon web services. My job is using that right now. That's the way that we uh, are able to work remotely as other jobs are also using that. Um, so, like we use the the Amazon workspace, the Amazon web service is also used by a lot of people for streaming things and and all that. It's the infrastructure, and you're gonna be able to, including a Fire TV and other uh, things like your PC, uh, Mac, and apparently iOS. Which I don't know. That's um, I don't know. That's only through the browser, and not through the the App Store itself, because obviously, you know, Apple's not gonna allow that. But we'll see. Uh, but uh, the kind of cool thing is you can go right now and request early access if you want. And they do ask you for your download and upload speed. So you need to do a speed test before you uh, finish out filling out the, the form. And then they're supposed to contact you on a like rolling basis. Just to, um, I guess they want to have different kinds of people being able to test out the servers to see how they work. So, um, and apparently the subscription will cost five ninety nine for most of the games, but there'll also be channels like Ubisoft will have a channel that will cost a lot more to be able to play yeah. their games that way. Well, what do you think? This one have a shot being Amazon or? I mean, it's I guess be like Stadia. It, I think it's gonna be like that more, but they're gonna have like some Twitch integration thing, which that that'll helps probably a generate, lot. So yeah, generate interest. Although uh, making have... it very making even even easier to stream a game is going to help a lot. Or uh, it'll be like you don't have to have a console to do that. Yeah. 
or you know it'll have like hey if you want to play this game with me like apex legend or something here's my room code or you know here's my thing you can just load into it right now with this thing i mean that might be yeah. fun I think Stadia tried to do that, but they never quite got it working, and no one cared. <laughs> well, I think what hurt Stadia the most is the stupid, hey, we have a subscription fee, but also, like, a lot of I'm these game. games are here, like, by themselves, piecemeal, and you're still paying the same price that you would on the console or on PC or whatever, and it's like, yeah, I'm just going to buy it on Steam then. I'm yeah. just gonna buy it on this well, I think, then. Like, I think at least Mortal Kombat was like gimped on Stadia. Like it was like a sixty dollar game, but then also like it barely like the like the crypt barely worked. Yeah, and their yeah, like, their launch was bad. Like Dest- even Destiny two couldn't hit, you know, uh, a good yeah. frame rate at some points. They promised they made you pay for four K and then the four K wouldn't work. Like uh, you know, uh and then also, I think it only came, you had to do the stupid thing where it only worked on Chromecast Ultra. Yeah, like it, for a while. Yeah. Like, that's the terror, just to make sure they could get it out there, to get it out there and get it in the ecosystem or whatever. And like, I mean, that's cool if you like Stadia. It's a very, very small number of people to do. And maybe Amazon can get it right on the first impression and it helps, but. Obviously, the amount of people that are still going crazy buying a PS5 or a Xbox. I think, shows... well, I think people still want consoles. I mean, that's strike number one, really, is they still want a box. Well, we still don't have the internet. A lot of places still don't have the internet infrastructure to be yeah. able to do streaming only. I mean, that's why xCloud is getting... That's why I think this is... This might do well because it's Amazon, but I mean, also Amazon making games has proven not to do well, so let's see, but... XCloud works because it's tied to Game Pass, it's tied to Microsoft, it's and not everybody's been able to really use it yet, also. But also XCloud XCloud also has a cost that people don't think about. Like not everybody has one of those Bluetooth Xbox controllers. You have right. to buy one of those for it to work. Or you have to pay the nine the hundred dollars that it costs to put the things on the side of your phone to make it play look at the switch. Like yeah. it's not, it's not this thing where you just plug and play, unless you happen to have a Bluetooth Xbox controller. Then yeah, cool. But that's not the ones that came with the, that only came with like certain consoles. So you had to actively go out and seek to buy that. So that's the thing too. Is like it's if you want it and that's all you have, then cool. It's what like sixty, seventy dollars to buy that controller, and then you pay for Game Pass. And the controller is a one-time purchase, so you pay fifteen dollars for for Game Pass, and then uh, you get to to play games on your phone if that's the way you want to play your games. Um, then cool, you know. But yeah, I just um, I, I think people just need to realize that too that there's also a cost there. It's way less expensive than than buying a console, and you don't have to be stuck on your TV. But it's also a work yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it. Exactly, it's not the same experience you get. On, on I mean, consoles. technically, you can do that with PS4. With their, uh, I played like Assassin's Creed, I think Syndicate on my tablet uh, with their game streaming thing, and it's like it worked yeah. kind of, but it's not what we would call it an, an ideal experience. <laughs> right, I've seen uh, Paris, um, who does the he does the Gamer Tag Radio, and he's a big time streamer. She has been showing up on 
so many other podcasts um, because of, you know, Xbox uh, doing well lately. Uh, he has, uh, he was sent over an Xbox, uh, like an xCloud package thing with a really good phone and all that. And he's been showing videos of, I think it was like Gears and um, other games working on it. And it looks really good. It works really well. Uh, but again, like, you also have to have the good internet for that. So, yeah. you know, that's another thing. So, uh, what's, uh, we talked about Sega earlier, uh, out of nowhere, a Yakuza movie was announced. Yeah. And, hey. I mean, you, ma- you mentioned that to me, and I was like, yeah, we'll see if it ever happens. <laughs> it's apparently between Sega 1212 Entertainment and Wild Sheep content, what the heck? Um, so, and apparently this is going to be the next, you know, it's like, Sonic did well, and they're making a second one. That this is gonna be the next uh, game franchise to get a movie uh, because it's so, I guess, well loved right now. Uh, this is a much different well loved than Sonic. I mean, Sonic has the appeal of the kids and uh, being around for. <laughs> oh yeah, imagine, could imagine the kids with the Yakuza. Just wait for the sec- just wait for the Sonic and Kiryu crossover movie. <laughs> And if you replace James Marshers with with Kiryu, <laughs> they could do that, right? If if Yakuza, if the Yakuza movie did well, they could, right? Maybe I, I mean, don't know, or maybe he makes an appearance to to like save yeah. James Marsden or something. I don't know. <laughs> Weird, but he just he uh, does that he does that uh, pulling off the shirt move, you know, yeah. <laughs> to reveal the dragon tattoo. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, like. I also worry about this being like, is this going to be good or is this going to be like doing a live action version of an anime movie bad type thing? I mean, I, like, I think, I mean, my thing is, I don't think it'd be made, first of all, because let's face it, there are a ton of announced like movie adaptations, you know, game adaptations, no. maybe movies that never happen. Right. Like, I mean, apparently Uncharted's getting is going through shooting right now, so we'll see. Yeah. Remember Bioshock the movie? Remember uh, Joust the movie? Remember, you know, Tetris Oh, they the did even, they showed uh, trailers for Joust. That's what was yeah, funny. But, <laughs> uh, but also, I think Yakuza, I, I mean, I, I don't want to look that up, but I'm sure, I'm pretty sure Yakuza is like based at least on some Japanese cinema or Hong Kong cinema or something like that. Well, I mean, the how many things that are out in Japan feature some kind of Yakuza uh, 80%. Uh, yeah, so it's like, <laughs> it's not like this is a new concept or whatever. I mean, doing yeah. it this way, okay, but, I mean, it's I mean, okay. It definitely it's also, has, a, it, it's very much like Metal Gear Solid. It definitely has the story if you're going to do, like, zero to one or something in one movie or whatever they're going to do. It definitely has a story to be made into a movie, but it's like, how do you flesh out the rest of what makes Yakuza Yakuza apart from this thing. story? They could do a fairly boilerplate uh, movie about like a yakuza named Kiryu who you know gets you know he's locked up and he comes back home and then you know machinations happen. But that's not really the spirit of yakuza. Like I want the, if they make this movie, I just want it to be two hours of Kiryu slot car racing or you know doing dumb shit. Well, he definitely is gonna like have a moment where he goes and does karaoke. Yeah, or like goes to the Sega arcade and plays Outrun, you know. Yeah, or like, uh, well, you definitely got to show the um, the what you call it, the where they do the escort. Yeah, thing. But like some of the escort. 
yeah. game, yeah, mini games or something like, like that. Like, yeah. um, you know, uh, where, where are you going to put Majima? Uh, where, you know. <laughs> It'll be like the, like the, I don't even put him in the first movie if they make it, but. He'll be in the second one. He'll be like the main villain, <laughs> or he'll I be mean, like the anti-hero. <laughs> it would be it would be interesting. I definitely want to see. Like uh, I'm sure that they'll have you know random big dudes walking the street that like Kiryu just that one of them comes up to him and he he beats him up or something. Nice. Uh, yeah, how many every, of these I've, crazy side quests are they gonna put in? Yeah, every time Kiryu goes in the street, he just gets in a random street fight. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time, it becomes like a magic. Uh, will they have a uh, New Japan wrestler show up to like help him or something? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I mean, the, it might be interesting, but I just don't think it'll happen. Or if it happens, it won't come out in America. Yeah, or if it happens, it won't like come out to major theaters. It'll be a. Like digital, well, something you order yeah. from like Right Stuff Anime or some, you know, like import. Yeah. I mean, like, I can see Sega releasing it. Like, I can see Sega releasing it like digitally on Amazon or you know whatever, where you buy it for you know five, ten bucks or something. But, yeah, but it's not going to be like Mortal Kombat or something like that. Yeah, definitely. I it, I think it would have to make like huge waves in Japan, and people really, really want it. I just I mean, don't. Yeah, they didn't. Even, they didn't even come out like the Ace Attorney game thing or the Ace Attorney movie thing would come out in America. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's considerably less like smaller. Ah. I mean, and not not to mention like they had an anime come out for Ace Attorney like way after you had the games come out. So like, you know, anything that would have really pushed Ace Attorney is after like the Ace Attorney craze, I guess. You know. Yeah, but. I mean, there is there. That's why certain things stay in Japan. We don't get to see everything uh, because of you know making sure it would actually uh, do well here. Right. But uh, I guess before we get into our main topic, which I don't really like talking about rumors and whatever, but happen to see one for a direct that people keep saying is going to happen. Um, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny just to kind of show. Like the craziness of people sometimes, like wanting to 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 like things to happen, and then you know it doesn't. <laughs> but I, I mean, some of the stuff I can see happening. But yeah, I mean, yeah, could. go through. Want to go through some of it? Feel free. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely uh, talk about that. But um, how's the and play any more Mario Three D All Stars? Or yep, uh, I played. I'm. Just, I mean. I think Mario 64, let's be honest, the game hasn't aged the greatest. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, it's aged better than like something like Sonic Adventure, but like some of, some of the, it's a little wonky in spots. Uh, but I'm playing a lot of, lot of uh, Galaxy. And I play a little Sunshine. And Sunshine is still weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Galaxy's pretty cool, though. Although I, I did one thing last night that ticked me off. I had to catch a stupid rabbit and it fucker kept running away from me. So, <laughs> I was well, playing it. Was... Yeah. I mean, Galaxy's really, really good. I still don't like the uh, uh, motion control, so even as, like, lessened as they are in this version, it's like, this is still dumb. <laughs> like, like, why? Does it why not are... feel good, or what? Is... No, it's like, why are they, like, the menus motion controlled? Like, what's wrong with the analog stick? <laughs> like, 
Yeah, I mean, that's it also, weird. There's a but. I mean, it, I'm playing the Switch control using the Switch controller, and it also like loses uh set like loses track of it a lot. So there's like a button on it to like recenter the controller, but like five minutes li- five minutes later, it, like loses it again. So I have to keep pressing this button. <laughs> well, uh, all right, but that's the small part, right? It's not like yeah, constant. yeah, it's still good. Like, I'm up, I'm up to the engine room of Galaxy. Which I think is like the fifth main like hub hub area. Uh, I haven't get, been getting every star, obviously, but or yeah, there's stars in this one. But yeah, it's really good. Yeah, I mean that's the that's a good part. I mean, it's, at least it's really good. And sixty four is still. It's good, but older, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess how... huh? Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say at least like Galaxy and and even Sun, or uh, Sunshine like. Give you a hint about where where the uh, star is, like yeah. sixty four doesn't at all. So oh no, like, I remember that sixty four. Yeah. Like, well, all right, I'll find it somewhere. Cool. I, I remember I had I had to buy a a guide for that. To, right. Uh, and right. playing more Hades. All I've been seeing this week is people just loving on Hades. So yeah, I mean I I beat it a few times. Uh, it's good. Yeah, like I uh, it might actually be better than Bastion. You just go this quicker. Uh, because Bastion's kind of a slow game, because you know you yep. don't have a, you know your main weapon's a big hammer that <laughs> has kind mm-hmm. of a wind up. Uh, yeah, I beat it like four or five times. It's nice that like it, the game incentivizes you to keep playing it and beating it, or, like talking to people, because it's like, oh, to unlock the next like important dialogue with uh like Achilles, you have to talk to him like five times, and it's not yeah. like, and it's not like five times in a row. It's like no, you have to like talk to him die, talk to him again, die, you know. So, yeah, I unlocked the, some of the weapon customization, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, like, I saw somebody uh, posted, like, Megara, they beat them a certain way with, like, power-ups or something, and then they went back and beat her a different way, and she, yeah. like, said, oh, well, this one I acknowledge, or something like that. And I was like, well, that's yep. cool. Uh, So, yeah, that, that's really good. Like, I'd be curious if Yen, well, Yen doesn't like roguelikes, but I think, I think you might actually like this one because it has more of a story, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still, like, wanting to play it. Just kind of trying to uh, get through uh, reviews here so I can spend more time with it. Yeah. I'm just really worried that if I buy that, I'll just play that and then forget about everything else. <laughs> so, trying not to do that to myself. Right. Uh, uh, the only other thing I've been playing is uh, Hollow Knight. Yeah, uh, how are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's good. Uh, oh, it, I'm not it's a huge fan of the map system. Yeah, not a huge fan of the map system, but other than that, it's really good. <laughs> so you're going to be excited for Soak Song then? Oh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I played more of the TK Battlegrounds. I'm like halfway through the campaign mode and i've heard whew, some gnarly ass is, stuff about that game <laughs> that game is let me tell you that it's just so like you know the the nice thing that's obviously a benefit of getting a review copy is we got the digital deluxe edition which gave you the edge pre-order along with uh, some gold and, you know, the gold that you would have had to spend the money, like you're spending the money for that digital deluxe, which you get that. Um, so it gives you some extra money to unlock some of the characters because only 
20 characters. There's 70 characters in the game, and only like 24 or 20 to 24 unlocked at the beginning. I would say. I looked at the giant bomb quick look, and it looks like 20, barely. Yeah, it's 20, and I mean, like, it's a cool little aesthetic of having uh, them, like, behind, they look like uh, action figures. It reminded me of that toy soldiers game. Uh Uh-huh, exactly, yeah, exactly that. And, I mean, like, that that's cool in, in, in a way, but it's like, when half the characters that are on the cover are locked behind... Your battle box system—that's not great. Like, yeah, there are a lot of people. You know, you can't even. You know, you have to go through almost the entire campaign to unlock John Cena. Like, He's it's like you can't—you can't even buy him or anything. No, you have to—you have to play three fourths of the campaign to unlock John Cena. Like, it's like it's it's a weird decision. Just weird decisions everywhere. Like, uh, the I mean, creative character is gimped. By that system, because yeah. you have ter- the most generic looking. Uh, I created a character just to create a character because they have a campaign that's basically the same thing as a campaign, just there's no story. It's as so much matches for your car- credit character, so you can right, earn battle bucks in a different yeah. way. But that's the thing, like everything is battle bucks. So, okay, if you want to unlock a character or you want to upgrade your credit character, you got to decide which one. Right? So it's like, it's basically pushing you towards spending money. Now it's gonna cost, if you wanna unlock everybody, you, unless you're an, just a guy that, some, if you're somebody that just has money to throw away, and you wanna throw away $150, that's how much it costs to unlock everybody if you buy them. Now I'm not saying it's hard to get Battle Bucks, and there's daily challenges, there's a tournament thing online that if you do pretty well, you can get a good amount, but it's like, everything costs Battle Bucks, so it's like, annoying because to get anything good you have to do the stupid grind and it's it's frustrating because like okay i get that this is probably intended as a oh you can play this with your friends for like an hour and it's fine that way or whatever but as a single player experience, it just feels like they're just pushing you, pushing you, pushing you to buy stuff or unlock stuff and grind through it. And, and like the matches themselves are not fun because there's only like five, there's five character classes and everybody plays the same. So like what incentive do I have? I mean, I unlocked AJ Styles and, and, and Hulk Hogan and whatever with that, some of that gold that they, they give you for out of the digital deluxe edition, but it's like, or whatever deluxe edition it is, but it's just like, it's annoying because I don't, I, I, I'm doing the campaign because I have to, but I don't even feel compelled to continue that because it's like, you play like four matches, you've, you've discovered everything about your character and it's like, you're just going through the motions after that. And yep. then there's, there's no incentive to play as Undertaker or somebody or whatever because Undertaker and Natalia play the same. It's like just like, just like in reality. <laughs> like, okay, I, I get that this same. is supposed to be a uh, a like an arcade game, right? You're you're not getting the full sim experience, but it's like at least put a little bit more uh, individuality <laughs> to the. I mean, this almost is like WWE itself. It's like. Oh, let's make everybody cookie cutter and make everybody bland. And I mean, er, 
the entrances are people coming out of a freaking box. Yeah, I saw that. That looked really funny. Everybody comes out of the same stupid box. And every entrance is the freaking same except their entrance music plays. And they don't even go to the it's, – it's not even – like, No Mercy at least went halfway to the ring. This goes to, like, the first – like, you don't even make it past the ramp. You know? It's like there's nothing that makes you excited about, like, what's the point of creating a character? What's the point of, of like – Part of half the part of creating a character is giving them a move set that's yours that you put into that character. Like it takes forever to to get anything cool that you want for a character. Like just all the stuff you would want in a wrestling WWE game is just absolutely stripped out here because this was probably like one of those things that they decided with not a lot of time left. Which is why they also made it forty dollars, so people don't complain as much. But you're still spending forty dollars, and you're still being asked to basically every moment that almost every moment that you're playing that game, it's oh hey you can spend money. Oh hey there's there's battle bucks. Oh hey you have to unlock this. Oh you have to unlock this. Oh you have to unlock this. It's like you know how annoying that is. It's like great. Cool. I, See, I mean, yeah. This game isn't on PC, right? Or is it? No, it's it on PC. It's on PC. Yeah, I, I would have got that version and just said, "Fuck it," and cheat engine my way to all the all the all the uh, uh, money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, like I got it on a Switch, and it's um, you know, you can definitely tell the difference when it's uh, docked and when it's what's not. Uh, it's not bad, but there's a little bit of a difference. And then just I don't know. I, I feel like. This is another line. I mean, this is a little more fun to play, I guess, than 2K20. But I, I'm just saying, like, uh, I don't know. It, it's another line of 2K. We want to. We I want mean, you this, to spend. It's, this feels like a very naked cash grab. Like, I exactly. That's what it feels also, like. Also, I mean, it's obviously a result of contract requirements. Not to, you know, it's no one excited to make this. I don't think. I mean, it seems like a mobile game that they just kind of had to. And that's what it really to, feels like to me. Like this was an to, idea you know, for something else. Uh, I, if you're gonna make a mobile game, make that. Uh, what is it? Immortals. Yeah, something you people know? actually care about. I mean, that's what I've been saying for years. Is I want wanted Immortals to like be the third mid or the the, the third uh, another realm game, like Mortal Kombat one year, Injustice one year, and then Immortals one year, and then you know repeat and re- rinse forever. <laughs> I think it's funny though. Some of the roster in that game is like Ronda Rousey. Like she hasn't been seen in WWE in a yeah, year. There, there's a beat. bunch of wrestlers that are not on the roster like six months ago that are still there. Like I think, it's, and I think it's I'm and there's some of the people that are like, and there's supposed to be like sixty wrestlers that are coming DLC. Yeah, and it's like you couldn't change some of them out. I'm like okay, whatever. Well, hey man. They had to have Luke Gallows, but not Bret Hart. Like, come on. <laughs> well, you know, they, they got to make people... They're probably going to come in packs. They're not going to come individually, so they want to make people make sure they buy the packs. Which, yeah. that's another thing. That's another thing. I have no... Like, normally, if this was a normal... if Like, if the game... The game is fun. The problem is, it gets old really fast because there's no point to, like, keep playing as different wrestlers. Because once you've 
played like two or three matches, you pretty much know everything that an all-rounder can do or everything that a technician can do, and you're going to, you know, um, do the same moves no matter who you pick. So outside of just seeing something that says Bret Hart or, or well, Shawn Michaels is, uh, you know, one that you unlock in the game, like, like outside of just seeing them there, okay, why am I buying it? Why am I spending money on this DLC? It's like, so, uh, just, it's frustrating. It's just frustrating. What? And this is somebody that doesn't even watch WWE. I just like, as somebody that likes wrestling, as somebody that, like, loves those characters from those times, like, uh, just. We all know that uh, you'll spend money buying Fandango. <laughs> yeah, Fandango, exactly. Uh, just to hear that music again. Uh, also, the, uh, the story I saw like the giant bomb quick look. The story sequences like oh the the comic book so, yeah they're silly like they're all right it's like it, there's like one I mean because it's like Paul Heyman and Stone Cold inexplicably uh-huh. teaming up and it's like I don't think they even talked to each other ever like in the, no yeah they have they used to work together in ECW and everything uh, okay it's like but uh, Stone Cold looks terrible like the rendering of him him looks like god awful oh every, almost everybody looks. Bad in that, and it's game. like, why wouldn't you at least get like Paul Heyman or Stone Cold to at least narrate? Like, because that would have cost them too much money. That, yeah, but that would have been a lot more funnier. <laughs> have, like, I agree. Stone Cold narrating as uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, <laughs> or you know, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that that would have been. I agree. I would have enjoyed that a little bit more. I mean, it's fine. Like that that stuff is just. You know, what it, whatever. Like, it's yeah. so small when you come down to it. It's just, like, one page of comics that, like, that's okay. I mean, it's so inoffensive that it's whatever, but, you know, that's actually one of the, like, I guess better parts of the game. It's just, uh It's just, again, the game itself is not bad. It's just all the stuff around and even the, the gameplay is just like, oh, my God. Why? Okay. Um. So yeah, sorry. There's my rant on 2K Battlegrounds. I probably won't. Other than maybe saying I completed the campaign, I probably won't uh, go on a rant again or something about it. But I just, uh, I don't know. I wanted to like it more because I love like those kind of arcade games. It just this what this was not it. We had to keep waiting for maybe another WL source to come. And that will never happen. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not, because that would require taking a lot of time and not wanting to actually, like, just... Crap out some know, game. Yeah, right? put out some games so you can microtransaction people to death, but, which 2K has played, not proven yet. Yeah, it's like, if you ever played NBA 2K? <laughs> yeah, but Playgrounds was, I felt, was not as bad about the grinding thing, because you don't really think about it. It's just basketball with different people, right? Like, the, you know, I mean, all you have to do is, okay, well, this player hits threes more than the other player, so, like, okay, you just make that attribute better. It's not like WWE where each of these characters is its own thing and they really need to be different. And and so, like, that's an easier thing to pull off. And I I just, yeah. Everyone... Everyone knows that Jeff Hardy and Yokozuna had the same move set. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. That's that's exactly also right. some of those characters. I mean, I know it has that like that uh like screwed up like look to him, or you know mm-hmm. exaggerated look to him. 
But some of them don't look right in the first place. Like, yeah, uh, Yokozuna and Andre look terrible. Because yep. these are guys that are supposed to be, like, bigger than life. And they just look like everyone else. It's like, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, even, like, Kevin uh, Owens looks screwed up. And I was like, what? Like, like Kevin Owens looks weird. Undertaker looks weird. It's like, a lot of them just look weird. Period. Um, that being said, uh, let's get into this thing here. Just for giggles. Um... About the a possible rumor of coming Nintendo Direct, which is not the first time that somebody said there's a Nintendo Direct coming with stuff, and then that Nintendo Direct doesn't even happen, or it happens like three weeks later, or a month later, or whatever. But let's uh, talk about some of it. Also, Nintendo just like shadow dropped Kirby Fighters 2 out of nowhere. Well, it like uh, leaked, and then like some some guy just leaked it, and then like the next day they're like, oh yeah, here it is. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Uh, you can basically choose from a bunch of Kirby's like copy abilities, and then you go against a bunch of his enemies, and yeah, it's it's like a multiplayer game uh, that you can get on the Switch Online. Well, yeah, but it has the same busted ass multiplayer as like Mario Maker Two, so it's like, <laughs> why bother? <laughs> yeah, that's that's not good. That sucks. But yeah. um, leading that into this supposed. Once again, rumor Nintendo Direct. Okay, so let's throw out the ones that we know are for sure. We are have already been announced by Nintendo or whatever. Uh, we know that that second uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the Crown Tundra DLC, is supposed to come out. We they've already announced Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Getting to see more of that is not necessarily a big old surprise. Um, one of the first things is. I feel like with every single direct rumor I've ever seen, there's always a WarioWare game is happening. WarioWare yeah. game is happening. Although I like this, the title, this rumored one is Switch It Up. Switch it up. Yeah, that's like. a pretty good, um, that's a pretty good one. Uh, I mean, they basically, I mean, they basically come out with a WarioWare game every, you know, one every console, so why not? Yeah, I feel like you're just gonna, if you were gonna keep uh, promoting that until it hits, and, you know, let's see. Uh, I don't think so, but at least not for this one. If it did happen, I don't think so. A Dragon Quest anthology would be awesome, but what are we talking about? Are we talking about every single Dragon Quest game? I think that's really, like, asking for stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like that is a lot Although, to all of a sudden put on Switch. Like, isn't isn't like eight the one that's like PS2, and then everything else is like later, like more, like newer consoles, or like I don't. Well, I don't... okay, so like five and seven have been on the DS. Um, I'm not sure about six, and eight was also have... put on the DS, and then yeah. eight also showed up have... on phones. For free. I just have, like, no uh, Dragon Quest knowledge at all. So. Yeah. Nine was I mean, on the DS, and also ten was the the, multi, the MMO or whatever, the multiplayer thing. Like, if they made, like, a Final Fantasy anthology, like, what would you go up to, realistically? Uh, six, because you don't need to for the other ones. Well, no, I meant, like, if they were, if they were to, you know, bundle them all together, I would say you go up to, like, nine. Because, like, ten is PS2. And that's a dramatic. No, but I don't up. think they would do that with the PS1 ones. They were already. I think they would just be 1 through 6. Nintendo yeah. and Super Nintendo. Maybe. At that did. point, like, why bother? Like, because those games are 2 megabytes apiece. Uh, well, some people would really love to play 6 again, and 4, and even 5. Oh, an emulator. <laughs> I know, but 
the saying that they were going to do that, I think that's the ones they would do because it's also the ones that are from their system that they can easily, uh, you know, that aren't on their system already. So, uh, Dragon Quest Anthology, like, if that were to happen, I mean, it's like, are we talking about, um, as a Final Fantasy song comes on for my alarm, but I uh, like, you know, Dragon Quest, they already have one, two, and three out there by themselves. So are you going to put up to what, like seven and then eight is where it really kind of changes. And then nine is different too. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, I think that that's just a dream at that point. Now, could they release like four, five and six maybe to, to like keep releasing those? Sure. Maybe just to, to say release three more in the line of Dragon Quest games. But I think that that's also just somebody, uh, Kirby Power Rumble. What is that? Another Kirby multiplayer game? It'll be, yeah, the new Kirby fighting game after this one that just came out now. <laughs> Fall Guys showing up on Switch. That, that, that's plausible. I mean, I, why not? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So why not make more money? Like I have something like Mario where it's all the costuming or something like that. Uh, I don't think Grand Theft Auto 3 is going to show up on why? Switch. I don't know. Just, I, don't I mean, know. hack, no, hackers just got to work on a Switch. So why wouldn't Rockstar want a piece of that? I don't know. I feel like we would have heard something by now if they were going to plan on doing also, that. Also, GTA yeah. 3 is like old enough and kind of goofy enough to, like, I could see Nintendo not being, not caring about it. Like, you know, the adult content in the game as opposed to, like, GTA 5. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I mean, I, or I, I just don't. I don't know. I just don't think that that's gonna happen. I don't think that they, like, seriously, I don't think they're gonna re- reveal Galaxy 2 right now. The DLC. I think they're gonna wait. I think Galaxy 2 is either gonna be a shadow thing, a Twitter reveal, or they're definitely gonna wait until after, uh, that March 31st, whatever. I don't think that yeah. they're showing that right now. Well, I'd be worried because they, they announced this thing has it released. Unless they're gonna say, if you bought the collection, this cost way less than if you buy it separate yeah, or something. Yeah, I think that'll have to do. Right. Yeah, like it'll be five bucks instead of twenty, or you know whatever it's going to be, or ten maybe. Like but. that, that collection is like sold out at least physically. I think, or at least if not completely, a lot. You know. Yeah, I mean, definitely it's like it GameStop. Seems... You can still buy it physically from GameStop, but you can't buy it in a store. You have to buy it like you have to ship it to you. Right. store or out of it. Which means it could be coming from a store in, like, Nevada, and you yeah. live, you know, in Michigan or whatever. So, um, Persona 5 Scramble should have had a release date by now. So, especially with your coming off Tokyo Game Show, that seems... If they don't reveal it at Tokyo Game Show itself here, I don't know if Sega Atlas has some kind of show at some point. Um, maybe... Uh, Smash Brothers, if this is the time you're gonna do Crash as a character, this would be the time, right? Like, right after Crash comes out? I could see Crash, and I could also see, like, Spyro later on. I don't think so. I think you're doing one or the other. I don't think you're gonna spend a Challenger pack with the way that people absolutely just go nuts about who gets put in, in Smash Brothers, I don't think you're spending two different slots on Crash and Spyro. I think if you're picking one, it's Crash, and then you're going to something else. I, I don't know. I just... Like another like, stupid, uh... Oh, 
Arms character. <laughs> we'll put another Fire Emblem character in here. Um, it really make people go mad. And, of course, the ultimate one is getting another trailer for Legend of Zelda Breath of Wild 2, which people have been nicknaming Breath of Evil. I don't know where that came from. Um, I'm only saying that if they, if they switch it and call it Evil Breath. <laughs> um, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. That'd be weird, but yeah, sure. And, uh, yeah, I mean... I, mean, I could see a trailer happening, sure. Yeah, I, I could see a trailer me. happening. I don't think they're going to call it Breath of Evil. That'd be surprising if they went with that. But, yeah, I mean, if you're going to say this is the last one for the year, which I think that they would wait later than October 8th to do, but just thought... Uh, I don't, because they have to drum up support or they have to drum up interest for Christmas. <laughs> oh, but I mean, like they I, could wait later in October to do it. You may not care about it, but I think, like, you know, GTA might drive up some interest. Or, uh. Uh, I don't know what GTA 3 would if you said all three of the games together or something. San Andreas Vice City. They should do that. I mean, why not? But I don't want to be those god awful mobile ports either. I just want to be like the PS2 versions. Uh, I would hope not, but I don't know. Well, that's what they put put on the 360. They put that mobile port on instead. Ugh. And it's like, this is not what I remember. <laughs> like, uh, bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, some of this stuff seems possible. I, like I said, I still think it's going to be later, but we'll, I mean, uh, def- one of the other ones was like GBA game or Game Boy game. Yeah. I don't think that's mind. happening either. I no. think with as slow as they are about releasing Super Nintendo, and they're not going to do that to also take forever to release more I, games. I think, it, like, I think if they did that, they'd have like three Game Boy games and it would be like Mario World 1, 2, and Wario. <laughs> you know, that's Wario Land and that's about it. It's like, are you going to play the Game Boy version of Tetris? It's like, no. Like, Well, no, I mean, like you could put Golden Sun and uh, no, this some other Game, game Boy. It doesn't say Game Boy Advance. Oh, Game Boy. Okay. Uh. Yeah, if it was GBA, that's a better argument. I mean, but, I know that that, that like... Saga one through three collections coming or whatever. Like I guess they could do that, but I don't know. Just Your Final Fantasy Adventure. It's like all right, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah. Like I just don't see the point. Um, the first two, po- the first three Pokemon games. <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be surprised. There would be people going nuts about that. Getting oh, yeah. to play that again. Like they could definitely do that, and it would. I now if they did that, that could definitely say that with Crown Tundra. Oh, hey, also play red and blue, or fire green and leaf green and fire red uh, as yeah. part of Switch Online. Like I think definitely that would uh, make some people happy. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, as far as uh, games coming soon, Crash October. Are you gonna go after that or? Ah. Uh... Maybe. I don't have a ton of nostalgia for Crash, honestly. Like, it was fun back in the day, but uh, that's about it. <laughs> I just don't have a ton of, like, history with the series. <laughs> Plus, they recast, yeah. they don't have Clancy Brown in it anymore, so who cares? Plus, uh, and that Mario Bros. 35 also officially comes out that week as well. East Origins coming to Switch, too. And that Star Wars Squadrons, are you gonna... No. Get on that? No? Not in the least. <laughs> That comes out as well. And the Baldur's Gate 3 uh, uh, Early Access also comes 
as well. If Star Wars had like a single player option, maybe, but it doesn't. So, and Ride Four, you don't want that. No, Ride Two. Yeah, do it. I played uh, the first one of those, and it was like okay, but I'm like, eh, it just has like no personality to it. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I think that's gonna be it for us here. I would uh, say thank you for listening, and whether this is your first time or uh, the manyth time that you've joined us, I appreciate it. And of course, you could always uh, be awesome and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you uh, listen to our show. And, of course, subscribe, because that way, anytime we do a show, which, as long as everything goes right, we should... Uh, the That Console Wars documentary did show up on CBS All Access immediately on the 23rd there, uh, which was my brother's birthday as well. And you can go find him on Twitch uh Deke twenty three he plays Crowfall and like uh Escape from Tarkov a lot on there. So if you like either one of those games, uh, go check him out. He's pretty funny as well. Um so yeah, uh it's, it's about an hour and thirty minutes. If you haven't watched it yet, I thought it was pretty good. Uh just in general. And we'll talk about it with Mr. Sean Comer and I'm not sure if some other people from the Radlitch team are gonna be on. Uh we'll be doing a special episode uh, for that on Tuesday night, probably be around uh, up on Wednesday morning. So there you go. Sure. Well, um, that's going to be it for this week. I'm sure there'll be more craziness happening this week as uh, Tokyo Game Show wraps up and and we get uh, even closer. Almost, almost uh, we'll be almost a month away from the new consoles releasing, getting into a new era. So, all right. Well. Until Tuesday or next time, see you later, everybody. Later.